Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a certified brand strategist and business coach. You might be wondering why the second phase? The second phase may be a change in careers and learning how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship, a significant lifestyle change, going from stay-at-home parent to starting a business, a traumatic loss, a move, or an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition, you are here to discover your second phase. Learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. To grow as your authentic selves and follow your callings, values, visions, and passions. And to learn how to build a solid foundation for long-term brand and business success. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. You ready to learn? Grab your coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I am excited today because I have a really cool guest. She has red hair, and anybody who knows me knows I love redheads because they're full of spunk. So um, (laughs) today's guest is no different. She's full of a lot of positive energy, and she does really amazing things for her clients in terms of educating them and helping them sell on Instagram using their free content. So we are going to learn a little bit more about Instagram today, but not just Instagram per se, but how you can create a strategy around all that content that you're putting out there to get sales from it. So without further ado, I am excited to welcome Nicole Ricardo to the Second Phase Podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am happy to talk about this content because I see it all the time. And one thing that unnerves me is when I go on Instagram and I see I have a a message and I'm all excited. Oh, who's this from? And it is somebody very sleazily trying to sell me on something. (laughs) And I have even had people like call me the wrong name. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like this is crazy. And I don't appreciate it at all. And it just turns me off. And a lot of times these are people that aren't even following me. And I'm thinking, okay, how do you expect me to buy from you? And what really gets me is the fact that so many of my coaching clients have actually succumbed to these offers and they've spent money and then not gotten any value or moved the needle forward on their business by getting sucked into these spammy offers in their DMs. So we're not only going to talk about not doing that, but how to effectively build those relationships on Instagram so that we can convert our audience to sales. Okay. So I've kind of rambled, but Nicole, will you please tell the listeners just a little bit about you? I didn't read your bio. I didn't do anything like that. So just tell everybody a little bit about you and what your journey's been to get to where you are today and doing the work you're doing. Yeah. So my journey, I'm sure like most of us has been a roller coaster. So I currently have basically two businesses. So I have 
a marketing agency and our media. And that's where it's more of the done for you services, right? Social media, marketing, marketing consultations, branding, web design, graphic design, brand photography, all that jazz. But then the more personal side of my business is my courses and coaching where I'm really, you know, teaching you, empowering you with all of the information that you need to get out there and do all of this yourself, do your marketing, sell out your offers, digital courses, funnels, all that jazz. Big marketing strategy gal over here. So um, that's what I do now. But yeah, in terms of getting here, the too long didn't read version is actually my background is pretty unique in the sense that I I do not have my degrees in marketing or business. My degrees and pretty much my entire life has been music. I am actually a classical flutist and that's what all of my training is in. I wanted to perform in an orchestra, but I mean, anybody out there who's ever done music or any of the arts, you know how competitive it is. And, you know, I was just living in la 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 land when I was in college. Oh, I'm going to graduate and get a job, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Nicole. When I graduated, there were literally like five jobs in the entire U S that came available for flute that were full time in quotes, meaning, you know, they didn't even pay 30 grand a year year. So I had to go get a nine to five and through the nine to five, through stuff I was doing in school, I did start working in marketing and social media. And so as I was working at these different offices and started working with marketing agencies and I'm getting results, 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 right? I finally was like, why, like, why am I using all of this to put more money in other people's <laughs> pockets and grow somebody else's dreams. Like I can be using this for myself. And so that's what I did. I made the transition. I at first was a musician full time, but then started getting so many questions from people like, how did you do this? Oh my God, this is amazing. So that's when I made that transition and started teaching it. And I mean, I pretty quickly realized there is a huge need for this, um, knowing how to market yourself, knowing how to make a living with your craft, because for all of us, right, we, we got really, really good at what we do. We're amazing at, at what we do, but knowing how to make money with it is something completely different. So yeah, that was when I had that aha moment of like this, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I am supposed to be helping other people learn how to make a living doing what they love. Uh So that that's what I do and how I got here. (laughs) First of all, I love that you are a flutist, classical flutist, and (laughs) you're doing something completely different and unique than what you went to school for, because I'm Mm -hmm. in the same boat. And I think sometimes we pigeonhole ourselves into, well, I have this degree. I have to use this degree. So Mm -hmm. I love that you slipped away from that because you saw that there was opportunity. And the second thing that I like that you said is that you saw that people were asking you to help them. Mm -hmm. And I like to say, you know, when you're struggling to identify who your ideal audience is, it is someone that is saying to you, can I pick your brain? Yep. Or can you tell me how to do that? Because yep. they're however many steps behind us. And so if they're asking us for help, we know that, okay, I've got the tools, I've got the skill set, I've got the knowledge, I can help them. This is what I should be doing for a business. So I yeah. love that you said both of those things. So let's dive in, Nicole, to our topic of the day. And that is how to sell on Instagram using your free content. So we all know that we're putting content out on a regular basis. We're trying to be consistent. We're trying to show up to build those relationships for the no love and trust factor. But sometimes I hear 
a lot actually from my clients that, well, I'm posting all the time, but I'm not getting any clients. So am I wasting my time on Instagram? So tell us, how can we be strategic about being on Instagram and create a strategy that's going to take that free content, all that value we're putting out into the world to build those relationships? How can we get that to convert? Yeah. So (laughs) obviously that is a loaded question and there's a lot that goes into it, but basically what it comes down to, and I'm sure we all know this, but there's a very big difference between putting up posts versus putting up posts with an actual strategy. I consider myself to be a marketing strategist. And so I am always reverse engineering everything. So the very first thing that we need to start with is what are you currently promoting right now? What do we need to drive traffic to? And even if it's something like, let's say you're not in the middle of a launch right now or about to go into a launch. So it's September right now, let's say maybe October, you're you're launching your signature program, whatever it's called. So right now, strategically, we should start priming your audience for that launch. So basically your content schedule is always going to be kind of oscillating between pre-launch content and launch content. So even if you're not directly launching something, you still want your content to be leading into what you are about to launch, right? So that's that's kind of the the overall the broad strategy here but when we hone in a little bit more so we have obviously pre-launch content launch content two different types of content but in terms of let's talk a bit more about pre-launch content so let's say i'm gearing up to do a launch for my program uh let's say digital course partnership that's that's one of my programs that i have where i'm walking people through how to create scale digital courses uh, that are evergreen. So my pre-launch content, there are some categories that we want to rotate between in order to get your audience to where they need to be in order to even be, first of all, interested in what you have to offer, but know why they need it. And so it's kind of taking people through a buyer's journey, which I am sure most of you have already heard about, but we're taking them from, you know, not knowing that they even have a problem to now they know, oh shoot, actually that I I'm making that mistake, right. To now knowing, oh, there's, I'm making this mistake, but there's, there's a way that I can fix this. And then knowing, oh, this, this program right here, this is what's going to help me fix it. So we're taking them through this whole journey from not knowing (laughs) anything, you know, not knowing that this is even a problem to investing in your offer. So some of the categories that I personally like to rotate between for myself, for my clients, let I'll just go through some of the, some of the categories with you. So the very first category I call triggering content. And for someone like me, like, like you said at the beginning, redheads have some spunk. Yes, I have some spunk. Again, I have some sass. I'm very no BS. So triggering content, I'm not talking about like you know, be mean or calling people out. Basically what we're going to do here is we're addressing um, mistakes that, you know, the people who are going to be the exact perfect fit for your program. What are the mistakes that they're making or what are the, the myths that are out there right now in the industry that they're believing, right? So let me 
pull an example out here. So digital courses, okay, uh, live launching. A lot of programs on digital courses teach live launching. Here, we're going to create your course and we're going to launch it. And there you go. There's your course. But okay, let's get to the root of the issue here. Most people who are creating digital courses want consistent income. If you're only live launching your course, meaning you launch it, let's say twice a year. Great. You launched your course twice a year, but now you just made money twice a year. What about the rest of, you know, the 10 months out of out of the 12 months of the year. How are you making money then, right? So that would be an example of a myth that I might address when talking about courses and helping people to understand, hey, there's a better way to do this if your end goal is to generate consistent income with your course, right? So things like that, where it's you're kind of getting them to see those things that they don't know. That's really the very first step and the very first stage uh, that we need to address for your people is helping them understand those things that they don't know. And a, a hot tip for this, you can usually find a lot of these in the questions that people are asking you. I personally track, and I tell all of my clients to do this too, I track every single question that I get, whether it's somebody that they just send me a DM on Instagram, or they reply to one of my emails, or if they ask me in person, or if I'm on a client call, even I track all of these questions, because that's going to give you a really good idea of where your people are at. Because the other thing, and to be honest, I, I struggled with this a lot in the beginning because with where we're at right now, we're way over here it's so easy to forget some of those beginning things, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't think about it anymore. And we're so in our zone and in our groove and we know what the heck we're doing. And we're just like, bam, 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 knocking it out. It's really easy to forget what those beginning stages look like sometimes. So that's why now I like to track all of those. So that way I can, I can take a few steps back and get back into the head of my ideal people and where they are actually at right now, right? We have to meet them where they are at. So uh, that's one of the big, (laughs) the big content categories. There's of course a ton of others, but another big one. And these two tend to be interrelated or kind of play off of each other is addressing their limiting beliefs, but also strengthening their belief in themselves, right? Because we all know, I'm sure we probably all experienced this when we first started out. One of the biggest things that stops us is us maybe not fully believing that we can do it, Uh or maybe sometimes imposter syndrome or not fully believing that this will work, you know, Oh, there's this program. It sounds great, but uh, I don't really, is is it really going to work for me? You know, I have this, like I'm a mom and I don't really have a lot of time. And like, is this really going to work for me? So addressing those two things as well, strengthening their belief that they can do this, this is going to work for them. This is going to help them, but also addressing those limiting beliefs too, which again, now you can see they're pretty, They're pretty intertwined, but Uh that's a big one as well. If they don't believe that they can do it, they're not going to invest. If they don't believe in themselves, they're not going to invest. You know, when people buy, they need to believe in you. They need to believe in what you have to offer and that it's actually going to help them, but they also need to believe in themselves. And if they don't believe in themselves, they're never going to invest. Right. 100%. And I see that all the time. Fear and self-doubt hold people back so often. And Mm -hmm. that that's the one thing too, that I hear a lot too, is, you know, people say, well, I can't afford it. Well, can you afford Mm -hmm. not to, is what I like to ask, because if you were staying stuck and what you're doing, what you're creating is not working for you, how much time and energy and money 
are you wasting to just stay in the same place? Yeah. If you, you have to flip the switch in the mind too, that, you know, if you're sitting there doing all these things and not making money, you're wasting money. It's no different than throwing money out the window because it's not coming into you. And (laughs) so all of those thoughts and energies that you're sitting there, you know, contemplating, if, if they're telling you don't invest, you can't afford it. The reality is we could afford anything we truly desire if, you know, there are ways to get that. So I love that you touched on that because I Mm -hmm. think that self-doubt and then that money mindset are two Mm -hmm. things that really hold people back. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, you know, I, I get it like investing in things, especially when the investments get, you know, to be like multiple thousands of dollars, $10,000, 15,000, like, Oh, it makes me want to throw up every single time still, even at the level that I'm at. But exactly like you said, you know, for me, when I'm making investments, I always ask myself, am I committed to doing this? Mm -hmm. Because if I am, I know I'm going to make that money back. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. And so I know it can be scary. I know it can, you know, make us want to throw up. But at the end of the day, if you keep doing what you're doing right now, you're never going to get anywhere different. If you want to get to a different level, you have to do something different. And we, we all only have limited knowledge, right? Like, yes, I, I know what the heck I'm doing when it comes to free content on Instagram. Right. But maybe there are other areas of my business where, where I still need a little education or I need a new strategy to get me to the next level. I'm going to invest to get that knowledge even if it makes me want to throw up, even if it's money, I don't necessarily have sitting in my bank account right now. Right. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make it work because I know once I get that, it's going to give me that up level. It's going to generate more income. It's just one of those things where, you know, you just, you just kind of have to do it sometimes. But again, I think it all comes down to how much do you believe in yourself? You know, like I make those investments because I know, and I believe that I'm going to see it back. I'm going to do what I need to do to see that return back. And so again, it's all, you know, it's all that belief. Mm -hmm. And it's that, that belief in yourself that you will take the action that you're being taught to take. Mm -hmm. So I love that the beliefs are so huge when it comes to moving in the needle forward in your business. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now we have two, we have trigger, we have address the limiting beliefs and then the beliefs in themselves. What's next? Yeah. So another good one is objections. I mean, we all know this, right? What are the objections that come up? So exactly like we were just talking about, talking about investing in yourself. And this is going to be a big one for honestly, probably everyone, no matter what industry you're in. Right. And so this would be an example of one, honestly, I would put in my regular content rotation, like let's say maybe once a month, I do a post talking about the importance of investing in yourself and really addressing that and showing people, you know, empathizing like, Hey, yeah, it makes me want to throw up too, but also showing them proof. Right. But here's what happened when I made this $10,000 investment, I saw a hundred thousand dollars back. Right. Or maybe you do a post talking about, um, how to know when it's time to invest, right. That can be all of these objections. Those can be regular content pieces that you put in regularly, because again, especially on Instagram, ideally, we're constantly getting new people into your audience, right? So 
something I see a lot, and I guess this is kind of a side note, but people will get kind of afraid of like, oh, well, I already talked about this last month. Do I, I I don't, you know, I already talked about this. No, do it on repeat, especially those big things like Mm -hmm. investing in yourself or um, the fear of getting started, right? If you have a lot of people in your audience who are just getting started or, you know, whatever those big objections are or those big fears, those big limiting beliefs, those are things that you're going to want to put on repeat. And the other part of this is, you know, always keep in mind, not every single person in your audience is going to see every single thing that you post, right? Right. So maybe I see that post this month, but next month I don't see it, Uh you know? So we really want to give people opportunity to see those things, but yeah, overcoming those objections through your content. And here's another kind of side note on this, but I know since we're kind of talking about sales and all of this, we mentioned DMS a bit earlier, One of the things that I see a lot when people are having those direct sales conversations is overcoming objections, right? And we're taught like, oh, here's how you overcome objections. And here's how you do this. Here's how you do this. For me personally, like, yes, you can do those. I can teach you how to do that if you want to. But for me personally, I prefer not to, because at the end of the day, things like, oh, I don't have enough money. That's a belief. (laughs) That is a belief that they have. And so if I'm in a conversation with you and I'm like, well, actually, that's not the case because da 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 da, we're going to get into a belief battle because beliefs, you believe that to be true right now. And what I'm saying that, oh, well, you you can make it work. You just have to, it's priorities. I believe that to be true. And so it's like political arguments, you know, we all know how those go. And so when you're in the moment with those conversations, if you try to overcome the objection, majority of the time, it's not going to work and it might leave a bad taste in their mouth. So for me personally, when I'm having those, those one-on-one conversations, I prefer to just be respectful of it. I'm like, you know, like, Hey, I totally get it. I've been there before. Like, just know I'm here for you. If you need anything, have any questions, if there's anything I can do to help, obviously feel free to reach out, let me know. And then in my content, in my free content, that's where I started addressing those because it's a lot less attacking that way too. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not like going to put them on the defense by that because it's not, it's no longer a one-on-one conversation. And you can also give examples of yourself, right? You can show what happened for you or use examples of other clients who have done that. So it's a much safer way of handling those objections. And it it just, I find it just works a lot better (laughs) that way than like getting into those belief battles and those one-on-one conversations. I like that. I like how you say just, you know, on repeat once a month, address Mm -hmm. those objections because somebody Mm -hmm. has not seen it and then it's their time to see it. So that's important to repeat it. Okay. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, educational, obviously, right? Educational. We all know these, the tip posts, but here's the thing with tip posts, because we all know these, we all know, you know, Oh, top three tips for da, 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 right. You can't give away everything. And I'm not saying don't give value. I'm all about giving value, give enormous value. But I mean, first of all, Instagram, we only have a a limited character count. But the other thing here when it comes to educational, and this is regardless of it can be an educational post, it can be an educational story, or it can simply be somebody reaching out in your DMs and asking you a question. Nine times out of 10, when people reach out and ask you a question, 
that is what they think their problem is. So if somebody reaches out to me and says, oh, I'm really struggling with my engagement on Instagram, da, 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 da. how do I get that up? Right. Or maybe I'm doing a tip post on it. Three ways to get your Instagram engagement up. Okay. So somebody asking me that question, let's dig a little bit deeper here. Why do they want to get their Instagram engagement up? Okay. So they're probably using their Instagram to try to sell something, right? Whether that's doing an influencer partnership or they have their own programs, whatever it is, they want to get their engagement up because they want more views because they're probably trying to get more sales of something. So that's really the root of the issue here. They want to get more sales. So really at the end of the day, the engagement, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they think that that's what their problem is. So if I go in and just say, hey, here's three tips. Do this, do this, do this. Great. They're going to go try it. And sure, it might get their engagement up a little bit, but it's not going to solve the root of their issue. And so then they're going to be saying, oh, well, I tried these tips that Nicole said, but uh, you know, my, I got like a few more likes, but I didn't really get any sales from it, whatever. Like, okay, next, I'm going to go try something else, right? So one of the things when it comes to educational topics is we always, as the entrepreneur, as the business owner, the CEO, the visionary, whatever, our job is to read between the lines and figure out why they actually want to know that. Mm -hmm. What is the root cause? What is the thing that they are actually trying to get to? And then when we create this content, we have to build that gap for them. So if I was doing an educational post saying something like, hey, here's three tips to increase your engagement on Instagram, da, 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 right? So I might do something, you know, oh, it's so frustrating to go on Instagram. You just spent two hours putting this post together and it's so good. You whatever, like put a lot of love into this and then you post it and crickets. Has anybody else ever felt this way? I totally get it. It feels like I've got punch every single time. So here's a couple quick tips to get your engagement up on Instagram. Tip one, engage with others. Tip two, da da da. Tip three, da da da. But here's the thing though, right? Now I'm going to build the gap. But here's the thing though, even if we're getting all of the likes and the comments that you want on Instagram, does that also mean that all those likes, comments, new follows are going to turn into clients for you? Because if that's what you're actually looking for here, drop a hand raise emoji below and I'll send you a DM and we can chat about, you know, what you're doing right now or whatever you want your call to action to be. You know, maybe it's click the link in my bio for my free training where I'm diving more in depth on how to actually get sales using Instagram or whatever you want the call to action to be. But I'm planting that seed there, right? I'm not, yeah, I'm giving them tips. I'm giving them value, but I'm also letting them know, hey, there's a bit more to this story here though exactly what we talked about the triggering posts, we have to help them to see what they don't know yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And okay. So is, are there more tips as far as the strategy goes? So now we know we've got to create content to trigger. We know we've got to address the limiting beliefs and the objections. We have to help them make those decisions to take action. And then we have educational posts. So now we have basically gotten them to the point where they have the knowledge that they have a problem. They now can identify that problem. And now we're teaching them how to address that problem and giving them the opportunity to take additional action with us. What's next? One other quick post type that I want to throw in here, because this is one that is typically neglected, especially in the business space, is I also just want to say, 
don't forget to do personal posts too. People want to get to know you, right? And it's especially for anybody else that's in the business space, coaching space, courses, like you're scrolling on Instagram now and every single post is so like, you know, deep and educational and da, 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 da. like sometimes we need a little break, right? So let people get to know you too. Do those like introduction posts, do a fun post saying, you know, oh, two truths and a lie, or just talk about what's, I don't know, talk about your new puppy, right? So don't forget to let people get to know you as a person as well. So there's like quick little side note on that, but yeah, so putting it all together, the way that this strategy really works is when you're putting out content like this consistently, your free content, and then you're doing your engagement, we're getting new people into your audience, we're interacting with them, we're building those relationships with them, they're going to start seeing your content. And so we talked about DMs earlier. I do like to DM with people but it is not at all. Those like, Hey girl, tell me about your business and how you got started. Right. We hate those. Those are super sleazy. They're awful. (laughs) But the other side of this is we do need people to feel comfortable with you. Right. Like that. No, like trust. Like we talked about earlier, we all know this, no, like trust. So when I'm doing my engagement, if I see somebody's post and let's say you just posted a picture of your, this like beautiful flat lay, your, your desk and you have a candle on your desk. Okay. Well, I love candles. So maybe I like it. And I reach out to you and I'm like, Oh my God, that picture that you just posted with the candle on your desk. So cute. I love candles, but you know, I always have the hardest time finding a candle that actually makes my, the entire room smell good. Like, how is that candle? Is it good? Do I need it? You know, like give me the low down. Right. So I'm reaching out about something that I'm genuinely interested in. And I'm just showing them like, Hey, I'm a human and I care and I'm here and I just want to talk to you. I'm not trying to like, like sell you anything. I I just literally want to know. Right. And so Uh I think that's one of the things that we need to keep in mind when we're building these relationships on Instagram is there is an actual human being on the other side of this screen. It is not just about making another sale. It's about building relationships and really giving to the people who are choosing to raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm going to follow along. Yeah. I'm going to like your post, right? That That is time that they are taking out of their life mm-hmm. that they can never get back. And so I think that that's something that we really, it's really easy to lose sight of, especially with how is Instagram is used for business now, you know, but really being mindful of building those actual real relationships and connections. And then, you know, obviously there's that side of it with being genuine, being authentic, wanting to get to know people. Now, the strategic side of this, just so everybody knows how this works with the Instagram algorithm, when we're building these relationships with people, it signals to the algorithm, Hey, they have a relationship, right? Like if I'm, if I'm over here with Robin and I'm liking all your posts and I'm watching all your stories and voting your polls and I reply, you know, reply to some of your stories, we're DMing that's telling Instagram, Hey, they have a relationship together. So when I put up a post, then even if I get, let's say two likes on it, it's still going to show up in your feed because the algorithm knows we have a relationship with each other, right? So that's one of the benefits of doing this. I mean, yes, obviously I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, this is like, we're just doing this because it's strategic. Like we're doing this because we like humans and it's Uh social media and we need to be social. And like, who doesn't want to just bring a smile to somebody else during their day? You know, you never know what other people are going through, but 
that's, that is why it is beneficial to do this because then it's going to make sure that they're seeing their posts. And then when you're combining building these relationships, building that no like trust with them. And then they're seeing your posts. They're seeing that you are an expert in this. You know what the heck you're talking about. Then they're feeling comfortable coming to you. And you know, Hey, Nicole, actually, I, I do have this question about Instagram. I've been struggling with da, 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 right. They're, they're going to feel a lot more comfortable coming to you and talking to you about that. And then that's going to lead to higher conversion rates at the end of the day, because if people aren't comfortable with you, if they don't believe that you actually know what you're talking about, if they don't believe that you, you care about them and you're going to actually help them. They're never going to invest. And I'm sure we've all probably had one of these experiences too, right? You join a program or we're with a coach or whatever, and they, they're just like very not present and you can't get a hold of them or it's just, everything's pre-recorded. And if you have a question, it's like, well, you know, sorry, I uh, hope you don't have a question because probably not going to be able to get a hold of me. Right. It seems like such a small thing, but I feel like with the way things are run now, it really is going above and beyond and just letting people know and like connecting with them on that real human level and, and making sure that they feel heard and, and seen and valued and that you will be there for them. If they, if they have questions. Mm -hmm. I love that. It is all about building relationships and we can't sell until we build relationships because people buy based on trust that trust always mm-hmm. determines buying practices. So we have to build those relationships. Nicole, this has been great. I, I love the five types of posts. I love the fact that we have to be building relationships to build the no love and trust factor. And I think it's really important to recognize that if you're on Instagram, there is, remember, there is still that social component and that social component is how you're going to really solidify those relationships that you're trying to build. Any last quick tips before we wrap up? I would say for anybody out there that is still in the kind of getting started phase, or like maybe you just have this idea, but you're still not 100% sure yet, kind of in the beginning stages still get started now. (laughs) One of the biggest things that I see over and over and over when I'm doing consultations, when I'm getting questions is, you know, people have this idea and they're just thinking about it, but they're kind of afraid to get started. Like, Oh, I don't really have anything to talk about right now. Or like, I don't have an offer to promote yet. So I'm just going to wait until I have it. And then I'll start posting. Right. You can't, you have to start now because what happens if you wait to start is then you have something You great. I have this, I have this new course that I created and now I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to start posting and okay, well, so then where, where are your people at? Where are your people at that are going to buy it? You have to have an audience first. And so even if you don't have all of your services figured out yet, or you don't have your offer figured out yet, as long as you just kind of know, like the general area that you want to do something and start posting, start building those relationships, start putting yourself out there because then you're going to be building your audience. You're going to be building those relationships, building those connections. And the reality is once you build those relationships and connections, people are going to support you. You know, maybe they, they might not buy if you pivot to a completely different direction, but I have people from the very beginning. And when I, when I very first started, I wanted to do like travel, travel and beauty blogging. 
nothing, honestly, is what I wanted to do. So completely different, but I still have people in my audience who still show up and they still support and they love on me and they, they're there for me and they're cheering me on. So Mm -hmm. start now. Don't keep yourself stuck in fear. It's okay to not know. Most of us don't know. We're just still figuring it out as we go. It's probably going to change a million times and that's okay. It's normal. Just get started. Yeah. I love that. And I, the, the sooner you start, the, the sooner you're going to have an idea of what people need from you. When you start yes. talking about what your expertise is, people will start asking you questions and then you'll know uh, how to direct your energies to create something that is going to sell later. Yes. So yes. Nicole, thank you so much for being here. How can the listeners get in touch with you, follow you, stay connected with you? Yeah. So I, I'm sure we're all shocked, but I'm most active on Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. It's just at Nicole Ricardo. My last name has two C's in it. So it's N-I-C-O-L-E-R-I-C-C-A-R-D-O. And then if you are interested in going more down the rabbit hole on selling on Instagram, if you head to my website, which is just NicoleRicardo.com right on the homepage, I have a free training that dives way more in depth on how to use Instagram to actually sell out your offers without having to have a massive audience in order to do it without having to send those spammy, Hey girl, DM (laughs) messages. So if you're interested in that as well, you can just find that on my homepage or of course, just, you know, DM me on Instagram and I can send you the link, but yeah, feel free to reach out to me there. If you do have any questions at all, I don't bite. I love answering questions here for you. So hopefully I'll see you on there. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Nicole. Oh, and before we go, as Nicole was talking about offers and different things, I want to remind you all that we have the Upscale Mastermind. So if you are new to the online business world and you're wanting to either build, grow, or scale a business, this Upscale Mastermind is for you. There's more information on the website, www.upscalemastermind.com. And that's a wrap, friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies, be sure to join my email list and the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are there every week with tips and trainings to help you build a solid foundation for brand and business success. And don't forget, on the website, you can find a plethora of free resources. Go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download any of the free resources that I have created to help you build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Until next time, remember to smile.